this party. It rocks. Cute girls with cute socks. Gotta be young because it's over fast. Podcast. He's a cereal, not a cereal. Check out the list of materials. He's made of grains and brains and songs by a stained with a texture like silk. So grab the milk and. Get a bowl, yo. Get a bowl, yo. Go and go pour some Gary-O's. Get a bowl, yo. Get a bowl, yo. And go and go pour some Gary-O's. Hey, everybody. It's Brent Cameron, host of Teenage Dirtbags. With me is Gary Butterfield, other host. Two hosts. There's two hosts. How are you? We, I, <laughs> you've heard of two promises. Now here's two hosts. Uh, Brayton, you really easily could have just gone the easy route in that and just said the Segario. <laughs> But I like how you invented a whole world. <laughs> Great work, buddy. Well, normally they're supposed to be about you, but yeah, I like the idea of it being alternative world you. I like the idea of being turned into a cereal when I die. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I like. What would a Sicario be? Is that like a Sicario? Um, it's it's uh it's the zodiac sign between Scorpio and Taurus. Oh. Okay. So the <laughs> the uh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great work. Great work, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, um, good, good job. It was, it was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, Gary, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about a little song from a, tri- a, a tribe that's called a, a tribe that's called a tribe called Quest. Uh, a little song called Scenario from their second album, The Low End Theory. Low End Theory, one of the uh, most critically regaled hip hop albums in history. It is. Yeah, and I'm going to just launch right into it, Gary. Here's my, my thing about it. Brayden, before, before you get into it, I feel like this is another one of our, our classic segments. I got rants in my pants. Bitches, <laughs> That's exactly it. Uh, so, Gary, uh, Low End Theory is, again, very critically regaled. And one of the songs on Low End Theory is a song called Show Business. Show business is um, was not the original track on that album. It was actually redone because the record execs didn't like the original track, which is called Georgie Porgy, which uh, was a hidden and kind of like removed from rap history track for a long time until a recent documentary kind of like unearthed it. Um, and Georgie Porgy was this very anti-homosexuality uh, mm. song. And uh, Grand Poobah... Uh, <laughs> rapped on it and would not rap on uh, show business because he didn't like being censored. But it's like, it's a terrible song about just being shitty uh, about homosexuality. And like, you know, I don't want to defend that because I don't think it's appropriate, but I think, um, you know, given, given the early nineties and that was like a more common thing. Uh, but I'm glad in this one <laughs> In this one situation, the record company saved that album. Yeah, made it made an actually good decision. It made that age a lot better than it would have ordinarily. Yeah, because this is here's the thing, right? And this is not uh, I. I want to put something here is that I am the least qualified person to make any kind of uh, generalization about any kind of hip hop. But yep. my understanding is not only is like that kind of homophobia much more common in the '90s, but it is kind of part of was a significant part of kind of hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing a lot of songs where like there were a lot of real throwaway homophobic lines. Yeah, I mean that's and that where being the kind of thing. No homo comes from. And yeah, or or like like a little bitch. 
Uh, you know, you're going to do that. Like it is like that is a thing. But so yeah. again, not making a grand sweeping qualitative statement on a culture I know next to nothing about. Yeah. Just uh, that is, uh, you know, n- not that surprising. Yeah, but instead so. of just being one line, it's the entire track. Yeah, yeah, so. which is a bummer. Yeah, um, I'm glad that they, uh, you know, because if they hadn't, maybe we wouldn't be talking about this right now. We definitely. I wouldn't want to support people. Yeah, that's not. I'm not in favor of that. Be one of the um, reviled albums in, uh, in yes. history of hip hop instead of one of the most celebrated. Yeah, well, that's great. Good, uh, good. Let's hear it for executive meddling. <laughs> um, I have, a, I have a real quick segment that I have to do to get something off my chest here. No, um, a little, uh, one of our classic. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, segments. Um, last episode, I said that the B-side to Never Let You Down was Butter, but I was looking at the wrong webpage, and the B-side to this song is Butter. Oh, oh. And but, but here, as a thought experiment, think about how much more interested you are in a song by a tribe called Quest called Butter than a song by Third Eye Blind called Butter. Yeah, I know that song by a tribe called Quest called Butter, and I didn't even question it because I assumed there would be multiple butters. Uh, a, tri- <laughs> a tribe called Question It. The, um... Yeah, I just, I just, I can imagine the the Third Eye Blind version of that, and it just being the dumbest shit, and I would be fine with the Tribe Called Quest version of it. So, yeah. I'm sorry, I do apologize, but uh, that is what uh, that's the mistake I made. Would you like to redo Stumptown Dumplings for this episode too? I think I would like to. Uh, well, there's no correction because those are still dumplings. <laughs> yeah, but I do yeah. have, I do have. Uh, uh, I think actually, so this is going to be this is going to be a, a first for us. I think this is our first issue of. Double Dumplin' Stumplin', where I want to talk about some Stumptown Dumplins, and I want you to talk about some Stumptown Dumplins. Please, go ahead. Stumptown Dumplings. First set of Stumptown Dumplins are friends Brandon and Miranda. Mm, yeah. They are cuties. For sure. It is, a, it is a great couple. They are fashion forward in a way I really appreciate. They are both very funny, talented people. Absolutely. I think they're very great. I, mean, I don't see them enough. I don't see them enough either. They're cool. They're cool together. Um, I like I like watching Brandon play video games on the internet occasionally when I have uh, yeah. chance to do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then I want you to tell me. I understand you recently ate some dumplings. It's true, I did. I went there's a uh, there's kind of like this vodka restaurant, if you want to call it that. You know, you go to like a whiskey bar. There's a vodka bar um, called Chachka, uh, and I I went in there and I ordered. Um, there were these sour cherry dumplings served with some sour cream, and they were fantastic. That sounds so goddamn good. Yeah. Probably because I'm hungry. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> well, let's, okay, well, hurry up through this episode. Let's talk about the video. The video. Talk about, let's good. Talk, about, yeah. talk about the video. <laughs> the video? Because uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. All right, so, so this video uh, is has a singular style to it that I think dates it in a really charming way. Yes. Uh, and that is because the defining aesthetic of this video is Sega CD. Yeah, it's very, like, CD-ROM, enhanced CD video. Like, it's really great. Yes. Specifically, like, Marky Mark Make My Video or NXS Make My Video. Mm-hmm. Um, it has those kind of, like, I mean, it's not exactly the same interface, but I think that is probably an inspiration. 
yeah. to this, or you know, or vice versa. But it has that like CD-ROM yeah, kind of it's, thing. It's an early, you know, early '90s video, like getting into having computer software that actually can do fun stuff. Yeah, home editing. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, and but the my favorite thing about it, I think the most charming thing about it is the the way that the uh, there are a lot of things on there that are just kind of cool but don't make any sense as like yeah. a toggle. Yeah, like there's just, uh, there's a lot of cameos, for example, that show up uh, of like Redman and Spike Lee and mm-hmm. just uh, because the the person pressed the Spike Lee button <laughs> that, that's built into this editor, yes. or the Redman button, or the the clone button that is set to two that creates a bunch of sports friends that come out. That's true, uh, and a baguette friend <laughs> holds a baguette. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah Bilbo yeah. baguette. He shows up to, to take the other members of the tribe to the Shire. Yeah. Uh, so we start off the song with uh, Fife is doing a rap after the chorus is played. Um, and Fife, specifically, like, my favorite thing that, that happens with uh, Fife is that he gets to go into the salon. Oh, yeah. I, I like the salon. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is, here's the thing, too, is that, like, I know that you're you're not always a big fan, but this is very Tim and Eric-y. Oh yeah, like yeah. the salon thing specifically. Well, before the salon though, they also he they cycle through hundreds of people with the flashing thing that says Blinkum. Yeah, just goes blink Blinkum, 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 Blinkum. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Like, yeah, I don't I mean, know. What again, Blinkum is least qualified person to talk about this culture out of everyone in the world, but like Blinkum. Yeah, it's gonna mean something. If Blinkum's a thing, maybe we can. Should we check? Uh, what you googling? We're gonna Google. Uh, we're gonna Google Urban Dictionary and Blinkum. What you googling? AKA the Quiet Search. 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 Blinkum. It is an Urban Dictionary. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh. The act of putting your blinker on halfway after you moved into a new lane. <laughs> There's got to be a different version of that. Holy shit, that cockrag cut me off. I'm going to blink him when I pass him. And this is from Bearman <laughs> Z400, but wasn't updated until September 18th, 2008. I yeah. think that's going to be a rejection. Yeah, uh, I think the only other thing uh, comes up is, and this is uh, traditional, I don't even know. Uh, anyway, another definition for blink comes up is the act of ejaculating in short bursts. Oh, that's probably what this is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just all those people he wants to blink them. Yeah. But the act of ejaculating in short bursts? Like, is that something that anybody has control over? I mean, like, like, man, or is that like a... Oh, man, I'm just imagining... Because it's a nice counterpoint to the, the thing we, we've talked about recently on, on another show, the, the old 60-Minute Man song, where, yeah. like the implication that you, you literally ejaculate for 15 whole minutes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, like until you just, you run out of space to put it. Pig, pig orgasms last uh, 30 minutes, for example. Uh, like, like, mm, ugh, mm, 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 yeah, totally. Well, and just like at some point, I just get like a tension headache. It'd be like any any point you have your whole body like muscles tense for a long time, you're sure. going to end up getting a headache. You know, even if it doesn't hurt, like the dentist doesn't always hurt, but you do, you know, end up sore the next day just from having your muscles tense. Yeah, just from being ex- exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely sure. see where you're coming from. Let's talk about the salon though. Oh yeah, yeah. This is great. 
So uh, uh, Fife is ent- enters into the salon part of the I don't know program <laughs> and yeah. the matrix, and uh, and you have the opportunity to give him different hairstyles. Yeah. So the the uh, so and there are different options that just pop up kind of at random. So yeah. first he chooses curly. It's a cool Jerry curl. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, the next time he he goes to the salon, uh, the options are long nappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he chooses troll. Yeah. And then there's Eve. One of the options is Tim. <laughs> so he really classic, like that. Classic Tim. Um, it continues there. He does long, and I think he kind of looks like Andre 3000 in the yeah. Hayat. Oh. It's, it's um, very, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big hair wig. It's not just long, it's big. Like a 50s girl group hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. But then immediately switches to the next rapper, and then there's just Redman eating a pizza. Yeah, and uh, Redman, uh, who I, I'm not familiar with as a rapper, like, really. I know he's, <laughs> like, uh, in a lot of, like, hip-hop songs and, and in a lot of hip-hop culture, but, like, I don't know if I've ever heard him actually rap. Uh, <laughs> he just eats the pizza. He just kind of shows up, he eats a pizza. He's in, he's, like, my favorite character in one of my favorite video games, Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh, yeah. Which, for the first I want to say two thirds of the game, he sleeps on a couch, and then, <laughs> and then he finally shows up. And like at one point, you have to fight him. And uh, in in Death Jam Fight for New York, every time you fight someone, they have like a quote that begins the match about how tough they are or how they're going to beat you up or whatever. And Red Man's mm-hmm. is, I'm going to rip your tongue out and lick my ass with it. Oh, that's real good. <laughs> I like that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, let's start telling people that. <laughs> I wish I could pull that off as well as Redman. Yeah. The uh, yeah, it's real good. I like the I like that he doesn't really do an awful lot. He has a. Uh, I, I mean, I like him just in general because he did he did an episode of MTV Cribs where he like hmm. went to. Um, just like this rundown house and he was talking about like he's like oh the doorbell doesn't work so you have to like twist the wires together and like everything was broken in the house it was really really fantastic that's right great yeah yeah dig it anyway let's get on to the next uh, next section of the scenario oh the with scenario. Charlie Brown yeah yep with Charlie <laughs> Brown uh yeah so Charlie Brown does some some rapping uh and in my opinion, Charlie Brown is like a super. He has a real super '90s flow. Uh, he mm-hmm. he fits very much in the '90s, but like, I don't think he has anything that's too exciting. Um, am I wrong? No. We get the no. Dutch Dutch angle, right? He he has a thing where they on this like Sega CD make my video thing. There's a button at the bottom where it just like it's different view modes, and one of them is just Dutch. Yeah. Like so, so like I love that just being a literal toggle whether something is on or off. Um it is either, you know, cuz like it, the rest of them are actually make sense like front front side high. Those are all angles. Mm-hmm. Uh Dutch does not mean um just, you know, one angle. No. That means like kind of crooked. Yeah. But it could be crooked in lots of ways. So speaking uh, of quite a bit. being crooked in lots of ways. Let's do a little bit of which Pokémon is cutest. Is more crooked. Yeah, it's, which, which Pokemon? Which Pokemon is more more guilty of graft? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gary. Mr. Mom and Pikachu. I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? Get okay. get your fingers ready uh, because mm-hmm. it is probably going to be a blowout. It's Typhlosion. 
versus Psyduck. And if you remember, in the last episode, uh, Slowking defeated Panseer, and Cresselia, in a very, very tight race, defeated Furfrau at the last minute, really squeaked it out. But now we're mm. doing Typhlosion versus Psyduck. Gary, which Pokemon is cutest? you got to go Psyduck. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, Psyduck is great. Uh, Typhlosion's pretty good. There are a couple real cute pieces of fan art of him. He's too mad, though. I just I can't handle how mad Typhlosion is. Yeah. He's also like, like a wombat or something. Like It feels like an actual animal I'd be scared of in real life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're afraid of wombats? Just, or like they, well, they whatever he's supposed to be. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Or just like uh, I don't know, man. Like just the the fact that like oh, he's a porcupine. He's like yeah. evolved from a porcupine. It just looks like one of those marmots that is not uh, you know like not safe to be around. Like maybe it's cute, but don't approach it because they're all rabid and they'll actually claw yeah. you to protect their babies. Did you, did you, you see know? a little Halloween picture of Typhlosion? Yeah. It's pretty pretty adorable. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not. He's not without merit. There's one of him inside a with inside a, a coffee cup. Oh yeah, uh, that, that's shaped like a pokeball. That's very cute. Yeah. Um, but then there's like a there's like a super muscular one way down there, and that's really weird. Yeah, that's weird. There's a couple of them that people have clearly joed off to. Um, <laughs> not into that. Um, I like <laughs> I like that you it's joed off, which is already jerk off oft. <laughs> well, I figured, I figured, I figured Jack has had uh, like years and years of having his name associated with that. Yeah. Um, it's time, it's time to usher in a new, a new era. But yeah. Psy- Psyduck is, is, is hard to, to beat. Like Psyduck is great. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a good duck. He's going to win. He's, he's, he won this round. I don't know if he's going to win, win. Um, in fact, I'd be kind of surprised if he did. Cause he's, he's very cute, but he's not, uh, yeah, he's not the cuddliest. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So here we have it, Psyduck advancing into the seventh spot of the final eight. <laughs> Can you contain your excitement? <laughs> All right. All right. Let's uh, continue, Gary. We're back on the scenario. The scenario. What's the what's the what's the scenario? Um, so other than the, the Dutch angle thing, though, I think his, his part, even like video wise is a little bit boring. Yeah. Like it's a lot of him just kind of standing around rapping and then like his face superimposed on other people rapping. It's stuff true. like that. Uh, he, he yeah. does get the, who's that Brown line, which, uh, is yeah, be great. Um, everybody likes a good sing along pause. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're going to move on to, uh, oh, well, what? Yeah, yeah, and and well, yeah. I was gonna say during his part, there's a couple great things because this is when the ladies pop in. Yeah. Uh, very early on, there's a room full of ladies, and they're just labeled s'mores um, <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> I can I can take that. Like, yeah, a bunch of s'mores. Um, I like s'mores. Yeah, s'mores. Why not? Yeah. So uh, during um, Charlie Brown and Dinko's uh, rapping, you get to see a lot of uh, the tribe and all of their guests and a variety of other people are all just kind of hanging out outside, which is, I really think that this is like, this is during that period of time where every, um, East coast rap, uh, video was filmed in January because like yeah. everyone looks like they're f- about to f- be frozen to death. They're wearing as much clothes as they can comfortably wear while still kind of looking cool. Yeah. Uh, but that's not like a full parka. <laughs> like it would take until Missy Elliott came out to truly be comfortable in the winter. <laughs> During a rap video, yeah, when she just had yeah the bravery, pop, yeah, piped into her into her suit. You had to wear one of those things that you have to wear when you're like 
climbing Everest, like yeah. a solar suit. Mm-hmm. The, uh, yeah. The, um, so th- this whole section is kind of, uh, typified by, uh, you know, these pictures of these, these ladies, mm-hmm. um, in the side. This is also where Spike Lee gets summoned. Yeah, Spike um, Lee shows up. Yeah, uh, and he kind of raises his eyebrows, like, yeah. I'm just here to have a good time. Do you guys have any movies I can direct? That's what yeah. I'm interested in. He kind of comes in, does a little, like, hi, how you doing, and then disappears, yep. and we're right off to Q-Tip. Yep, and Q-Tip has a section where his options, he's shown on the upper right, and he's he's got a look, and his looks, uh, none of these, other than only one of these actually makes sense to me as an adjective, and I'm not trying to do that like, I'm a white person, I don't get black people speak. Like, I'm not trying to do that, yeah. but just admitting my own ignorance, the looks that he can do are blown, bug, deep, herb, ill, or vid. Mm-hmm. And ill, you know, I got ill. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess herb, you know, it yeah, kind of makes sense. Because you have your, you have your license so. too. Yes, yes, and also I've been ill, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I understand how that is. And we're we're talking uh, about it, which makes this ill communication. That is true. This is definitely ill communication. This whole thing is probably pretty ill communication, to be totally <laughs> honest. The, um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, he has he has these variety of, of looks, and then he. Uh, gets what elation or whatever the next thing is and he gets like a weird wavy head which is fun yeah yeah um <laughs> what a, and so he fairly quickly transitions like it's him and Busta Rhymes kind of work together for a little bit before it yeah. totally switches over to Busta and the first section with Busta has some cool like Encarta DVD ROM section where it just shows globes and maps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like he's very much like the Encarta of, yeah. the, of this group and I think musically this is where the song gets good that's, a, that's my perspective um, because I like uh, how Buster Rhymes raps. Yeah, I, I completely understand that. They have a really good back and forth, and I think the the way that the videos are lined up is actually really cool too. Where Buster yeah. is looking at him and also yeah. mugging at the camera, and you get to see the the tip sync, which is where the, oh yeah the flow gets stopped in the video, and Q Tip stops rapping and then kind of catches up, which I think is actually really yep. cool. Pretty clever. Um, uh, and then just also, like, it is fun to look at Buster Rhymes. Like, he has a charismatic face. Yeah, yeah. And and he's, uh, like, there's nothing in this that makes me think that Buster Rhymes isn't having an amazing time. No, ever. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him actually have, like, a bad time. And that's part of the reason why I like him so much. <laughs> he like, knows what he's about, and he just wants to have a good time. And he likes moving awesome. around in weird ways, like... And for, saying weird shit. And saying weird and sticking shit. Sticking out his gum and sticking it in the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and dancing around uh, on a green screen in front of the moon. <laughs> he is great. Like he is, he is, he's a hero. So uh, he's a hero. yeah, we and then we also get the chocolatey China or chocolatey chicken, the Chinese chicken, uh, yep. which um, to annoy millions. Yeah, which uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the chocolate chicken, which gets adapted to chocolatey China, the Chinese chicken. Uh, in, in a, a bare naked ladies, in the bare naked ladies, I have line. no affection for. But you love it's been. I think it's been <laughs> very funny. I, I don't know. If I love it. I mean, we, we talked about this—the the singular misunderstanding that launched an entire show. <laughs> I don't actually like very much music from the nineties. <laughs> um, but yeah. the uh, yeah, I, I find it's been to be pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh, as an was, actual I know it's one week is the name of the song. Or, yeah. Well, we call it It's yeah. Been because there's a, there's it's, another It's Been and it's fun. It's not as uh it's not as annoying to me as Pinch Me, 
I mean, Finish Me is the most annoying bare naked lady. Is it because of the line about underwear? Yep. One hundred percent. Didn't say it. I was going to. Um, that, that's an unexcusable line. Yeah. At that pace, like the thing about the the stupid lines in in one week is that they go by so quick. Yeah. In that Pinch Me song, you, they really linger on that stupid underwear line. Like it's like twelve seconds that you spend with this stupid line. Yeah. It's just yeah. you just have to sit in it. I I, like, love, I love sitting in my underwear, Gary. I love sitting in in my underwear. I don't want to sit in the the, the homely guy from Bare Naked Ladies underwear. You know, Gary, the homely you're guy. Have to be more specific. <laughs> no, 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 you know the homely guy. Um, yeah, if you if you haven't though, Gary, I, I recommend listening to the Bare Naked Ladies uh, um, AV Club cover of Feel It Coming in the Air Tonight. Oh yeah, I think it's actually pretty good. Maybe I will. It's, I generally if, like those covers. If you like folky stuff, because it's it's kind of a folky cover. I, I do like uh, I do like those covers in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's move on. So we we're through tip and bust rhymes is going b- bust to bananas. Yeah, full full strength. And full strength he's bust. it's finally revealed at the after much of his dancing that he's wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In a in a bold move of of nineties uh, fashion, he's wearing fashion a Canadian goals. tuxedo with the like brightest pink shirt I've ever seen. It's super good. Yeah, it is really good. It's a yeah, good video. It's a good look. It's a great video. Very good video. I like the song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's good. It's a good song. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I was not I was not super familiar with it before. Like I'm not as big into hip hop as you are. Like yeah. I I heard it, but I had not uh, spent I had not paid that much attention to it. Yeah, is a we're we're talking in the green room. I don't know why it is, but I, I tend to gravitate towards West Coast rap. Yeah, uh, I think and it's it's all like it's not personality based or anything. Yeah. It's just it's musically just bigger it's just hooks. Like yeah, bigger hooks. That's 100 percent what it is. Bigger hooks, more bass. Yeah, those are the two things that like I dig. Totally get that, uh, and and that's yeah. it's driving her house apart. <laughs> Yeah, it is literally, and that's the thing is we have to check in with Will and see what he likes more because that's going to be the tiebreaker. You know what's going to happen is one of us is going to murder Will and then have to murder Will again in vengeance. Yes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, here, let's let's real quick, I mean, just to get on the same page, I want to make two promises. Okay. And if you make a promise, then you make a second. Uh, I promise, just so we don't, so we can continue the show. Mm -hmm. I promise not to murder Will. Okay. Okay. I promise not to murder you. Okay. Thanks. I want to make those exact same two promises to you. Thank you. Let's hear that song again one more time. Okay. (laughs) Oh, the one I sang or the actual theme song? Uh, Either or. Okay, we'll just Both? play the theme song. Okay. okay. And if you make a promise, then you make a second. Okay. Uh, but don't break a promise to your mother. <laughs> I won't turn around. <laughs> And and uh, I find a brother that's mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like no yeah. other. 
That's like no other. Um, do, do, we, uh, do we, if we really rattle around the bottom of the barrel there, do we got any Knicks picks left? Knicks! Picks! Knicks picks! Hey guys, it's Nick with Nick's Picks. This week, my favorite movie theater candy, goobers. My favorite type of vegetable, tubers. And my least favorite generation, baby boomers. Okay, I love Nick's Picks. I like Nick's Picks too. It is one of our most popular and longest running segments. It's true. It's weird that we've been doing it for longer than we even knew Nick. And longer than Nick's been alive. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Well, there's been a lot of Nicks in the world. You remember uh, maybe one of the most famous ones, St. Nick. Previous to that, it was Nick Nolte's picks, and it was just like, <laughs> uh, back in the 70s, I would do so much goddamn coke, hanging around my pregnant fucking wife. <laughs> That's Nick Nolte impersonation. Nick Nolte, was she pregnant for the entire decade? <laughs> uh, tell me about it. And whose fault was that, <laughs> sir? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why my Nick Nolte sounds like Krusty the Clown, too. Uh, uh, well, you know, uh, I, think you're, yeah, I think you're cutting to the quick, uh, Nick Nolte. Yep, cutting to the Nick. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks, Nick's quick. Uh, yeah, thanks to Nick and Nick's pick uh, for reminding us about promises such as doing a second Which Pokemon is Cutest tournament here today. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? This will finish Make it up the time. right side of the second round. I'm uh, so excited. So we will then be, next episode, in the third round of the tournament. I like it. I'm very excited. We're moving at a, a pace that is almost so fast that I can't handle it. Yeah, I mean, we could really ramp it up. Third round, we could do... That would be stupid. Anyway. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> As you'll recall from earlier in the episode, Psyduck handily destroyed Typhlosion. I but do remember. can there be a repeat as Spinda goes up against Joltik? Spinda is going to go up against Joltik for the eighth me. spot in the final eight tournament. <laughs> oh, yeah. this, this one's tough. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because Spinda is very cute until you realize that Spinda's a bug. Yeah. Um, very cute, though. Like, a very cute bug. Uh, evolves into a real nightmare. Spinda's um, a bug? I think so. I think Spinda's a, a bug. It's a little four, like, four-eyed little bug with little pincers and stuff. It's like uh, a furry bug. It's a bug. I'm looking at a different Spinda. S-P-I-N-D. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I was, I, everything I just said about Spinda, I meant to say about Joltek. Okay. Spinda uh, is is a panda thing, but with spirals for eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. Also evolves into a real nightmare, like a blank faced, like fat version of itself with a. Yeah. Uh, but Joltik looks very cute on the surface, but you have to get over the bugginess, and also evolves into a nightmare. Yeah. There's a very cute picture of Joltik. There's two very cute ones on the Google image search. One with a very small one gripping a person's finger, mm-hmm. and two with one of them that unplugged uh, TV or something is holding the plug in its mouth. Mm-hmm. That's very cute. That's very cute, yes. There's one where you're looking at an iPod and, and doesn't understand it. That's super cute. Good night. Yeah. Um, Nursing here, here's battery. the battery. Yeah. Boy, I, this is weird, but I'm, I think I have to give it to Joltik. 
Spinda, one of the reasons why I can't give it to Spinda, even though Spinda looks like it would be, you know, huggier and will evolve into less of a nightmare. Is that is you because really they've always been in love with Peppa? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and also because Spinda reminds me too much of Junji Ito's uh, Uzumaki. Okay. So I, I beware of the spiral. I do not embrace the spiral anymore. Okay. Uh, I am going to... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, I sent you a second one. Oh, <laughs> well, that one's great. Yeah. Well, you're really toying with my emotions here, buddy. Because <laughs> the first one is a pair of Joltecs being used as pasties mm-hmm. uh, on a very unfortunately anime lady. Who I think it's yeah. supposed to be a bug trainer from one of the games. She's got a bee suit. And the one after that is a, a Joltec and a, uh, a Caterpie. Caterpie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sunglasses with a big, yeah, an explosion in the background. Do you think that, is that just a, I'm not, is the Caterpie normally look like, like that, or does it have a mustache? Um, it, it doesn't normally, well, it, it does normally look like that. The thing that's different about this Caterpie is that it has uh, the leaf as, like, a popped collar. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's head. Um, I still think I have to get to Joltik, though. Okay. Even if even if it is a horn dog, like it's, this is even this, this little pasty thing is inappropriate, and I don't like sex mixed up with my Pokemon. Um, I think this is still like less inappropriate than than the Larvitar slowly jacking off a weird yeah. Cubone dick. Last picture I'm sending to you right now. Maybe it'll seal the deal for you. And this is an Oshawott wearing a Joltik T-shirt. Yeah. Or having a Joltik sticking to his stomach. That's very cute. <laughs> yeah, Joltik. Joltik's got take. Joltik is very cute. Okay. I want to play whichever Pokemon game has Joltik in it so I can train up a Joltik. I think that's a black and white has a Joltik in it. I think so, too. It, it just sucks because it turns into a Galvantula, and Galvantula is just awful. Yeah. Galvantula is pretty awful. Uh, it's really, and then, uh, really disgusting. Is that Larvesta? No, that's somebody else. Yeah. That's probably a Larvitar. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Larvitar is on the permanent blacklist. Oh, but yeah, I'm 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 happy with our de- our decision there. I, I feel like we've done done a lot of good work because video doesn't really end. It just kind of like they all stop rapping, the music fades out, and then they just kind of like mill about for a second. Yeah, that's that's absolutely what what happens. Um, it, but it's you know there wasn't really a story. It was a hip hop video. Uh, usually it's just kind of like, hey, this is a thing that's happening. I distinctly remember asking when we were watching it, like, what is this song about, Brayden? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and this is this is like a 90s, early 90s hip-hop, a lot of, it's about um, a couple of things. <laughs> it's usually about how good of a rapper you are, uh, about how mm-hmm. bad another person is at rapping, uh, and then usually um, setting things up for the next person and, and talking about where you're from a lot. That's a big thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a. Um, you remember Young MC? Yeah. Uh, Bust a Move. Like his album, the Bust a Move album, other than the song Bust a Move, which is primarily about just how cool he is, uh, there, are, there are exactly two songs on the rest of the album, and those albums are I'm the Best Rapper, or, okay. or, and then the other one is You Are, you are Not As Good As I Am. Well, <laughs> those you, are the you, two uh, songs. <laughs> not to, as much as I am not qualified to talk about rap. Uh, I'd be remiss in not bringing up my rap band, mm-hmm. uh, Honkies with Privileges, and the first uh, song that opened up our album, which was called I Am the Shizit, and then mm-hmm. the, which was followed by I Am Also the Shizit, <laughs> which was me and Austin taking turns talking about how awesome we were. Yeah, so, was, like, that was definitely what we were making fun of. Like, I get yeah. it. It's just, uh, I just expected to, it to not be as stupid. 
as, as I mean, not stupid, but as simple. Like, it is definitely, infinitely better. Honkies of Privileges is the worst. Yeah. It is, but infinitely better <laughs> than, than, uh, than what we were doing. Yeah. But just, like, not quite as, as, as simple. Yeah. I can see that. Yep. I like Honkies yep. of Privileges. Well, thank you. I, I, I have some affection, too. I'm yeah. just, uh, I, I accidentally, just compared myself to a real rap band and had to backpedal as fast as I possibly yeah, could. Yeah, I understand. So that, that's, that's what that was. It was you just, just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, to, use one there, of, to use one of my favorite words, you were just uh, experiencing the zeitgeist of hip-hop. Of the t- <laughs> but, I was. I was experiencing the zeitgeist of the times. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Gary, what do you think? Yeah. How, you feel good about I think this? I, I feel good. Um, I feel like we learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think the people who are listening probably think they've heard it all. Yeah. Um, how could you possibly hear anything else amazing from this wonderful episode of Teenage Dirtbags? Yeah. However, yeah. I'm here to tell you to shut the fuck up because you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with Brayden Cameron... Speak singing a poem of an onion. Braden, what do you got for me? Uh, so, Gary, this one's a shorty, uh, unlike, unlike the last one, and uh, it is untitled, also unlike the last one. Okay. Slow burn, don't waste the heat, left turn. A crate smashes, falling off a speeding truck, wet eyelashes. I'm sorry I can't be there for you or your birthday party. Thank you. I like it. I like it. Thanks. Very good work. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. Music. Um, music. Yeah, poems. <laughs> Those aren't made of giblets. Um. <laughs> oh, Roars, what are you doing? <laughs> were, she, were she supposed to show up in the Roar's Mod last episode? Cats out of the bag. Meow, 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 meow. Rory's a favorite member of uh, the Bee Gees, uh-huh. Barry Gibbs. Barry Gibbs. Yep. <laughs> it could have been uh, any of them. They're all Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, but he has a favorite. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you like the show, you can support us uh, by leaving ratings, reviews, telling your friends. Those things are all huge. Um, mm-hmm. You can also uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV. That's right. You can uh, you can do that. You can also uh, buy stuff on Amazon through the tip jar. Yes, so and that's a huge help. DuckFeed.tv slash tip jar. And then you can find a link for possibly your country if you're in America uh, Canada or the UK. So, as we made in the last season, we had two promises. Mm-hmm. We made, and we are dedicated to keeping them. Yeah. Because the promise that we have for 2016 is to have a better sign off. <laughs> <laughs>